Welcome to this latest edition of Combinations, the podcast from North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare NHS Trust. One of the reasons why we created this podcast was to educate people about the range of activities and interests that can impact on people's mental health and to challenge some of the stereotypes that surround understanding about what mental health support and services are, the type of things they cover, and in particular, raising understanding about the non-medical aspects of mental health support and recovery. And this episode of Combinations features an example of that. The Wellbeing Academy is an initiative that brings together North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare NHS Trust, a range of partners from across the voluntary sector and service users. It offers, together with partners, a wide range of courses, workshops and activities to support people to discover interests and develop their skills on their own mental health recovery journey. The Wellbeing Academy courses are open to anyone, regardless of past experience. Everyone is welcome to attend the Academy and we promote diversity and inclusion in all of its settings. Most importantly, all Wellbeing Academy services are free and don't affect anybody's benefits or eligibility. This episode features a conversation between Shameen from Potteries Moneywise, which is one of the partners of the Wellbeing Academy, and Leslie Whitaker, our own trust's patient safety manager, who oversees the work of the Wellbeing Academy overall. You will hear about how courses are co-designed with service users and the range of activities and interests that they cover. And so, across to Shameen and Leslie to explain more about the Wellbeing Academy, what it delivers and what it can provide. So my name is Shamim Richardson. I am the team leader for Pottery's Money Wise. We are a project um, that's part of Staffordshire North and Stoke-on-Trent Citizens Advice, and we offer financial confidence training and support. Hi, I'm Leslie Whitaker. I'm the patient safety manager for North Staff's Combined Healthcare, and I've been helping to set up the Wellbeing Academy. Um, the Wellbeing Academy, some people might know um, or have heard the term Recovery College. Um, there's quite a lot of NHS trusts up and down the country in the last sort of eight years have been setting up recovery colleges. Um, our service users chose the terminology Wellbeing Academy and basically the academy is um, sessions that are run like a college out in the community for any adults to attend. So that could be service users, staff, and members of family. Um, or just members of the public. Open to anybody 18 plus. Um, we offer a wide range of courses for this term. We've got nine or ten courses already with more in the pipeline. And that varies from subjects like mindfulness, sepsis awareness, mental health awareness, um, or more specific topics like medicines used in mental health. Um, so the theory behind recovery colleges is that um, it's a, a, a collaboration between you know the organisation and our service users so each course really um, is ideally co-designed with somebody with lived experience with an expert in that area so all the courses are um, available are co-designed and co-delivered with um, the organisation and uh, a person with experience um, so they're facilitating and designing the courses along with us it's the first time that we've run a wellbeing academy. I think there's a lot of staff out there who've already done similar things in communities, so I think it's been really good to bring it together. And we've had loads of interest in, from people, staff, uh, members of the public who are interested in delivering courses 
and want to join the academy. Yeah, everything's free and um, it doesn't affect your benefits or any other application forms you've got for colleges, etc. Um, reflected on feedback and what people have said they want and tried to put courses on specifically. So originally when we first set up we went round um, to some of our um, inpatient wards and a lot of our patients were saying they needed assistance with money. So we got in touch with um, Shamine and Potty's Money Wise and we're really pleased to be able to put on six months of um, Potty's Money Wise courses. We've also um, partnered with Potty's Money Wise and they are now in our two of our resource centres which has been fantastic as well. The Potty's Money Wise input into the Wellbeing Academy, um, as Leslie says, we, we designed a course for service users, staff, um, general public that really hits the basic and core financial capability concerns that most people have. So we tried to develop a, a sort of one-size-fits-all approach to money management. Um, we ran that successfully over the last Wellbeing Academy sessions. Um, and what we found were a lot of the service users in particular really found that helpful and off the back of a wellbeing session they maybe then had a one-to-one -one session that led to further support and further confidence building and that's an area that we really sort of pride ourselves in that we don't just take the issues and deal with them and say there you go it's done we, we work with the individual to find out where their weaknesses lie with regards to their own financial confidence and we build on those skills to enable them to then move forward and deal with those issues moving forward. Checking budgets on a regular basis and making sure they're getting the best deals for energy supplies or discounts where they're eligible. Also, we we were lucky enough to be awarded a little bit of funding for a project which is part of the financial inclusion group um, where we actually went into the Sutherland Centre and the Greenfield Centre. They both deal with mental health patients. Um, some of them are inpatients, I think, at the Greenfields as well. Yeah. So... The idea behind that was to support support service users with their general problems, the problems that they maybe go to their support worker within the service, within the, the combined healthcare service, because they are the people they know, they are the people they trust. But actually, they're presenting issues and problems that the, the trust generally, it's, it's not their job. So things like form filling, things like contacting a supplier about something that's gone wrong. Um, so the idea behind it is that we would come in and promote our services and try and filter the non-clinical issues to my staff who would then deal with those at the location that the service user is comfortable with. Again, while we're there, we're, we work on building confidence and try and encourage those service users by explaining this sort of service is available in many venues across the city 
and in future if something arises they can actually access services elsewhere. As a result, leaving the uh, combined healthcare and the, the, the staff at the Sutherland, the Greenfields, leaving them to deal with the clinical issues, leaving them to deal with the, the more acute problems that they are specialised in and they are there to deal with and really trying to take away that very lengthy paperwork that really a lot of the GPs, social workers and CPN nurses just found, just blocked their days mm. and they were they were struggling to deal with the, the patients. So as a result, that, that has been really successful, but I'm hopeful that we will try and continue something. But I think that, that service certainly has elevated via the, the Wellbeing Academy and the contacts and the support that we've been given um, through the academy and the and the training that we we've actually developed in the academy we we're able to use that as well elsewhere mm. and on another sort of point all of my staff that deliver financial capability financial awareness have actually been on a few of the wellbeing academy courses themselves including myself mm-hmm. actually and i found them absolutely brilliant so many really unique tips and very easy changes that you can you can make that change your whole outlook well one of one of the examples um, of the session that that i attended we were given an exercise to actually um, write down what we did maybe using a work day and a weekend for instance throughout the week so they were categorised into um, work, leisure and sort of necessity, things you had to do. And we colour-coded them. It was, what was interesting was there was a young, one of my staff who's, who's, who's a lot younger than, than the rest of them. It was really interesting to see that her leisure time, I mean, hers was all yellow and everyone else was just red, red, red. <laughs> Because, yeah, I think as you get older, you, you tend to have less leisure and everything just becomes work, 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 or necessity, necessity. So, yeah, that, that was an interesting task. But then we, we sort of looked into it deeper. So we, so it was about looking at the looking at our mindsets. Why, why do we do that? Why is it we, we choose to, to do it that way when we... we there's so, so many easy ways. And a few of us actually agreed that there was more we could do. There were gaps in our days where we could shave a little bit off here, move a little bit there, and actually provide ourselves with that little bit of breathing space to either practice a bit of mindfulness, a little bit of relaxation, or even just go out and walk around the block and come back in again. Mm. And, you know, I think some some of my staff in particular have really taken that on board and I know certainly a few of them religiously now do go out for a walk and it does help Mm. so I think we all came away from the session itself feeling like oh gosh there's there's, there's lots we could change here and it was only I think I think the session was about an hour and a half Mm. and we were amazed and I must say um, at the end of the session um, I'd sort of said can I take a couple of these with me and I ended up taking everything 
mm. for my other staff in the wider team. So I have been promoting it to the staff, certainly. Uh, I think the Wellbeing Academy sessions, particularly the mindfulness, physical ones, the the just the relaxation, the the ones that really pull apart your your sort of activities are not only useful for service users but anyone who is working you know full-time mums just anyone I think the stuff that I'd sent out that they all came away with a change it's about making a little change and seeing the effects of that seeing the impact of that and then making another one and seeing how that works it's practical Mm. it's real it's it's about real life and the people delivering it they are experts they are clinicians the course about the medication that mental health patients have and the effects of that that's really useful particularly for my staff that go out to venues um, where they're seeing service issues because if they've got someone that they're due to see and their diagnosis is schizophrenia or we are in a position to understand the effects of that medication Mm -hmm. so if we're filling out a form on behalf of that service user they don't have to in as much detail explain to us and what does what does that how does that affect you we're we've got some insight now you know it's coming from a an authority it's coming from the right place so we can actually with confidence record that information and it does give my staff that that awareness and that awareness puts the client at ease because if we're sit, sitting there saying ah oh, yes I, I know I know about that and mm-hmm. you know it, it makes them feel a little bit more relaxed everything we've done on a cycle has helped with the next aspect of something we're doing so the wellbeing academy has helped my staff it's helped service users it's then helped us to go into other agencies to support mental health patients and that in turn has helped us to understand those patients and their issues and as a result has helped those patients to feel relaxed and more able to share information with us which in turn helps us to do a better job which in turn helps them to feel more confident and hopefully have a less stressful experience but also help their uh, their whole well-being. Have you um, sent any of your clients on the Wellbeing Academy courses? We've booked a couple of people on directly who have asked us to do it for them and it is so simple to book on a call. You can obviously do it online or you can just pick up the phone and get booked on it because what we do is when we deliver financial capability courses or one-to-ones, we we use the Wellbeing Academy courses to complement the work we're doing because actually if someone is anxious and worried about a lot of their financial finances, not only do they really need that support with the financial side of things and the budgeting, they also need help to chill out, relax, calm, understand that it's not the end of the world and there are are so many different techniques to help individuals manage their own anxiety we promote the wellbeing academy courses to all of our clients the courses that we've run the feedback that we've had has has been great so 
in the Money Wise courses, we cover things like um, basic budgeting. So what's a priority? What's not a priority? Um, and then we will talk a little bit about the effects of non-payment of certain things, like non-payment of rent, the end result, the worst case scenario is homelessness, the non-payment of utility supplies, the worst case scenario is you'll get disconnected and have no heating. Um, and then if, if people have non-priority debts, so things like catalogues, credit cards, again, we would look at the worst case scenario, well, that would be a county court judgment, possible referral to a collection agency, and things like council tax that could end up with enforcement agents. And a lot of people will pay their credit cards or their catalogues because they think, oh, well, I have to do that. And they will forego things like council tax and gas or electric because you haven't got anyone knocking your door asking for it every day or you're not getting the letters every other day or you're not getting a message reminding you that you owe us money whereas you do get that from non-priority creditors such as credit card companies payday loans things like that it's about impact it's about educating people on priority non-priority and the the effects of non-payment then we talk about the services available if people are in debt because there is services available within our own money advice service at citizens advice so we'll talk about that and how to get into it and the referral process we then look at budgets individual budgets and um, so it's about not only looking at the the variation in prices as well so you know people may order a pizza maybe once a week twice a week uh, twice fortnightly or what have you and then how much it would cost to just do it yourself um and when we actually put that into monetary value and multiply it over a year suddenly people see oh i could have had a holiday so you know it's about actually looking at little things in your own life and i'm sure you both can think of things that you buy that you think oh if i save that money um and, and myself included but it's about making one or two changes so it's about just awareness because with mindfulness and with with the men the, the sort of the mental health work that the academy does what we do as well is we work on mindset because a lot of choices a lot of financial choices are mindset we always do this that way and more often than not it's because that's what parents did that's what they've always done so we have to we have to work on that we have to give examples practical examples sometimes and i think again the the other thing to bear in mind is we don't want people to think they can't have everything they want they can it's not about saying oh you can't have that because you can't afford that that it's about saying have you thought about a better way you could do that have you thought about an easier way you could actually achieve that result so we work on techniques that suit the people that we're dealing with the household the the 
the scenarios that they come up because it's all about what stops you. So a lot of the time, particularly with mums, um, who, who predominantly are the shoppers, they will say, oh, well, I have to buy all of this because they feel guilty about saying no. Actually, don't say no. Just turn it into something different. And it works. It really does work. And we've had feedback from um, people. Uh, one comes to mind where this particular woman was able to put aside a couple of pounds every week because she made she made a positive change. The positive the positive change for her was coming home from school. Her, her child always wanted to go into the corner shop or the shop. All the all the kids went in, so I want to go in. So she'd go in and she'd spend two, three pounds on probably tat. And so by changing the route home and avoiding the shop, she wasn't doing that. She started to put a little bit of money in a jar or saving it. And we got an absolutely lovely card months later saying, I can't thank you enough. For the first time in a long time, I've been out to the cinema with my, with my child We've had an absolutely lovely day. We even had enough money to go and have a burger. And you, it's created such a lovely memory that both myself and they will remember for years to come. And I just would not have done it without your support. That's what it's about. So we're not saying don't do something. We're saying just be savvy about it. And not everyone has got those skills. So it's about educating we unfortunately we weren't able to be part of the the session running from september to to december um we're going to offer some sessions on energy support where we're going to focus on energy providers tariff switching tariff checking making sure people are getting the best deal making sure people know about the warm home discounts that are available making sure people know about the priority services register which also is available if you've got someone who is of poor health and requires equipment at home to help them breathe or help them with their disability whatever it may be it's important that their energy supply remains on so if what we do is we would get them onto the priority services register and if there were ever a problem with the energy, whether it was the power cut or anything like that, they would be on a priority service. So their service is, is of paramount importance to, to make sure that gets sorted out. So things like that and in preparation for winter and through the, the, the cold months through sort of January, February, March, um, we're hoping to offer some additional sessions. Brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant news, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like, like Shemeen says, um, there's two ways you can get onto the course. If you've got access to a computer and you're able to look online, then there's a website you can book on, and you just need an email and a name for that, and that's wellbeing.academy.combined.nhs.uk. Um, or you can telephone 0300 123 1535, extension 2111 and that's just 9 till 5 Monday to Friday and that's just asked to book onto any course um, but if there is anybody who's got um, particularly interested in delivering a course or any service users who are interested in helping us to co-design and facilitate courses 
it would be fabulous to speak to you too. Thank you to Shamim for coming, but also um, thanks to our other partners. Um, we've got Port Vale Football Club, Foundation, Changes, Brighter Futures, Stoke-on-Trent Council, One Recovery. We have got lots of partners who are helping us with courses, providing venues um, and just wanting to get involved. So I think, you know, over the next 12 months, we're just going to see more and more positive changes and wellbeing courses being available. Again, if you want to, just go on to Twitter and look for Wellbeing Academy. The courses will be on there. Yes, and yeah. you can make contact through um, social media as well, yeah. if, if you would like. Well remembered, you mean. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>